With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. South Pacific Sleep Lab. Start resting easy and sleeping sound today. KCAA KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. You're listening to GCN. Visit GCN. Stocks are coming off a down day. Even though China said it was willing to buy more U.S. products, that wasn't enough to keep stocks out of the red. Investors are still worried about the trade war and impeachment. The Dow fell 79 points. It finally happened after fees for buying and selling stock have been sliding for years as low as five bucks at many firms. One is now offering free trades, interactive brokers, and shares of TD Ameritrade, Schwab, and E-Trade fell. The FTC is suing Match Group, the parent of Match.com, alleging it used fake notifications from fake profiles to trick people into paying for a subscription. Match is accused of sending emails to non-subscribers, but folks who had profiles, telling them they had a response and they needed to pay to see it. On today's watch list, we get personal income numbers for August, see if paychecks are going up. Samsung's $2,000 cell phone, the Galaxy Fold, is in stores. New in theaters, Universal's animated Abominable. Jessica Ettinger, CNBC. Family is big around here. We're family-owned, family-operated, family-managed. And that means legacy. That means dependability. That means using Granger. With over 1.5 million products and knowledgeable product experts, Granger has whatever we need. And with same-day pickup and next-day delivery options, they have it whenever we need it. For over 90 years, businesses like ours have trusted Granger. Because, like family, Granger's got our back. Call, clickgranger.com, or stop by to see for yourself. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You're in charge of hiring, and indeed has solutions, like online skills tests, which let a candidate show that they're the right hire. We'll also have a dolphin chatter excitedly in front of the perfect candidate. Okay, there's no dolphin. But skills tests, that's a for sure. See why independent research by Silk Road shows Indeed delivers three times more hires than any other job site. Visit Indeed.com promo today and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting. Terms, conditions, and exclusions With apply. With 60 years of fascinating facts, this is the man from yesterday. And back in time, this time to 1987. Bruce Willis is set to marry actress Demi Moore in the fall, probably in November here in 1987. Bruce Willis's career has excelled ever since Moonlighting debuted on ABC TV just a few years ago. Bruce Willis is set to star in an action-adventure movie, Die Hard, and it should be out by next year. That's all right. We have plenty of Dramamine for my first guest tonight, Hal. My first guest tonight plays David Addison on the hit television series... Of course, the name of the show is Moonlighting. Please welcome Bruce Willis. And from this time in 1960, 
The surprise hit movie of the summer here in 1960 is Psycho with Janet Leigh and Anthony Perkins. It's another Alfred Hitchcock winner. You have a vacancy? No, we have 12 vacancies. 12 cabins, 12 vacancies. If you want anything, just just tap on the wall. I'll, I'll be in the office. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Bates. Norman Bates. And from this time in 1972, Mac Davis, known primarily as a songwriter who's written for the likes of Elvis Presley, may have a huge hit on his own as Baby Baby Don't Get Hooked on Me is beginning to get played on major market radio stations. Baby Baby Don't Get Hooked on Me With more at manfromyesterday.com If you are one of the millions of Californians who prefer to use affordable natural gas to heat your home and cook your food, you need to listen to this message. There are powerful national organizations and California bureaucrats who don't like natural gas or propane either. They want to prohibit Californians from using these affordable, reliable energy sources. They want Californians to rely solely on high-priced electricity. Don't let them take away your energy options. We are Californians for Balanced Energy Solutions. Californians want affordable, reliable energy options that serve their family and business needs, not electric-only mandates. Learn more about how gas is fighting climate change, reducing smog, and helping keep California's economy strong. Visit www.c4bes.org and join us. Paid for by Californians for Balanced Energy Solutions. K-C-A-A Morning, I'm Aaron Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the Brink, the morning show on KCAA, AM 1050, FM 106.5 and FM 102.3. So glad to have you with us on this Friday morning. God, is it finally Friday? (laughs) (laughs) It's here. It's here. So how are you, Todd? Well, you know, just after the show yesterday... My back went out, and I spent the entire day in excruciating pain. So, oh, God, that's awful. Yeah, it was a really, really uncomfortable day for me. And uh, so I'm a little sore and tentative today, but it is thus far somewhat better. So <laughs> we'll see how today goes. If you hear me suddenly gasp and moan, it's uh, nothing you said or did. <laughs> oh. so, so if I offend you and you gasp and moan, I won't know. Yeah, it, it could be, you know. I, I turned the wrong way. Um, you know, it was really weird, too, because, I mean, you know, I, you know, I've had back problems and I've been in a car accident a few years ago. And so I've had ongoing issues and stuff from that. But, um, yeah, just uh, 
bent over to make sure that the doggy door was open so my my pups could go out. And when I stood back up, something something wasn't right. Something and got tweaked. Yeah, yeah. So I spent most of the day on a heating pad and uh, uh, trying to get it to release and relax. So. Ouch. Ouch, ouch. So, <clears throat> in what should be a surprise to absolutely no one, um, California's cannabis black market has has eclipsed its le- eclipsed its legal one. Now, see, it is a surprise to me. If it's legal, why is there a black market at all? Because you don't want. I mean, if you had a choice of paying taxes on the weed or not paying taxes on the weed. Oh, it's all about taxes. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it is. I, it, you know, if if you if it's easier to just to go back to your dealer, you know, it, we've made this thing legal that was already the black market was vibrant long before it was legal. Dealers mm-hmm. everywhere that were well connected, people knew where to get their stuff, and now it's legal, and we're supposed to go to special stores. And by the way, it's much more expensive and it's taxed so what are you going to do you're going to go back to the guy you always got it from yeah okay guess so so and it, it's been legal in california so according to nbc news um it's been legal in california for uh, nearly two years um but black market weed is still a booming business illegal sellers outnumber the legal and regulated business almost three to one uh according to a startling analysis not so startling analysis of uh, california cannabis sellers released this month some critics blame the website weed maps for letting thousands of rogue stores advertise now are you familiar with weed maps? I've heard of it. I'm not familiar with it. Yes. But yeah. Okay. So I'm, I, I don't, smoking weed's not my thing. I have asthma and I, it's just not my thing. But um, uh, I found out about this a couple of years ago. And what it is, you can go online to weedmaps.com uh, or maybe it's a, yeah, it's weedmaps.com. And you can find out where these pop-up sellers are. And there are mobile sellers as well. So you know, if you, you know, it's like Uber, where you can go get a ride online with your app. Um, this is the same kind of thing, but you can get weed. So, um, uh, but cannabis regulators now are cracking down. This week, they put publications, including weed maps, that advertise unlicensed marijuana businesses on notice that doing so is against state law. Failure to comply with the requirements for advertising may lead to significant financial penalties. They'll just find another way around that, too. Um, mm-hmm. The seller's uh, analysis, which, which was com- analysis, which was completed by an association of legal marijuana businesses in the state, punctuates a tough year in an industry that launched with great promise, um, uh, but soon faced heavy challenges, including a lockout of legit sellers in most states, most of the state cities, enforcement challenges, and high retail taxes. And so, you know, if only a certain number of licenses are given in any individual city, and you don't want to go to the licensed guy because he charges a fortune because you know he's there's only one or two of them you're again you're going to go back to the guy that you've always gone to mm-hmm. you're going to go back to your 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 dealer um critic- so looking at the page it's like amazon for um for pot i totally and, is and and concentrates and inhalants and edibles edibles yeah yeah and, you know, if they take that one down, they'll call it something else or mm-hmm. they'll they'll start selling other things. Wink, wink. So, you know, yes, buy your candy. And you just yeah. have to know that that candy is, you know, candy. Well, they can, they'll <laughs> cha- well, and they can change their uh, I mean, a lot of these website based things, you know, they just change their hosting company from one that's here in the U.S. to one that's offshore. And voila, what do you do? Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. There you go. It's like, yeah, we're not we're not in the U.S. So 
Yeah. Make me. Make me move. Make me change. Mm. So the United Cannabis Business Association, a statewide group of legal marijuana businesses, found that about uh, 2,800 illicit sellers, including storefronts and delivery services, are operating statewide. That's more than three times as, am- as many as illegal se- many illegal sellers as legal ones. Uh, the legal ones are only 873. The group unveiled the numbers earlier this month in an open letter to Gavin Newsom and state marijuana czar Lori Ajax. We are the only state to go recreational and see a year-over-year reduction in legal sales. Uh, When Proposition 64 made buying and holding cannabis legal for those older than 21, many in the industry expected a green rush. It opened sellers to perhaps the world's largest legal marijuana market. But But the first licensed stores started welcoming customers in 2018. Rogue operators claiming to have permission to sell cannabis were also setting up shop in Los Angeles and San Diego and, and many other places. I mean, it's, they're everywhere. Um, uh, Bay Area cities haven't struggled as much with the black market storefronts, and some experts say that's likely a result of plenty of legal stores and diligence from local officials. The Bay Area has been ahead of the curve on licensing for many years, uh, according to Dale Gearinger, um, director of California NORML, Normal, which is a, is a pro-pot uh, organization. Uh, we've yelled from the mountaintop, uh, Kylo, who says Kylo, who owns a licensed shop in L.A. We want better enforcement. Um, so, <laughs> you know, it's it's all these rogue sellers are, you know, the you know, before Uber was Uber, they were the the unlicensed taxis and mm-hmm. all the sellers, all the all the, the licensed sellers were the ones with the medallions, you know, so. It's going to have to even out. And, and, you know, I remember when pot was passed and everybody kept, you know, this, this legalization was passed. And everybody said, oh, let's just tax them to death. I'm like, why would you do that? They'll never buy from you. They'll yeah. never buy from you. So you create a market that, that there are a lot of sellers. There's lots of competition so that, you know, the black market becomes unnecessary. And then you ease in taxes. It's the only way to do it. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you know, why would, they change, why would they stop going to their dealer where they could get it for less? Yeah. <laughs> Capitalism, it works. Capitalism, it works. <laughs> so, I I you know, I'm not I personally it's I'm not my thing. I don't I don't again, I don't I don't want to say imbibe because you're not drinking it, but I don't smoke it or eat it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, any everybody should have seen this coming. Um, so apparently uh, uh, the, the fines that they're putting on people uh, for these rogue shops are steep. Um, weed maps actually could be liable for $30,000 a day in fines under state law. So I think it's just a matter of time before they change their server. Mm-hmm. Well, it does say that, that weed maps has announced that it's going to phase out ads from illicit shops back in July. That's what they said. Um, but again, you know, they can do that. They can play a lot of lip service. There's lots of ways to get around things if you're doing things online. Yep. So it's true. Put their we'll you see. know. Let's let's uh, we the people who run Weed Maps could say you know let's move to Belize and then nobody can touch us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, and if Belize doesn't like it, then they go to one of several hundred other countries. Exactly. Set up, put their website there, and be ready to rock and roll again. Yeah, it's um, it's a difficult thing difficult thing and that's you know that's something that the um that the internet provides that that 
businesses didn't have before. Like, you know, they were talking about yesterday about the gig economy and some of the things that they're trying to do with Uber and, and Lyft. And, you know, they are basically providing a service that connects people. And, yes. you know, but they don't have their service doesn't necessarily have to be set up here. Now, that doesn't mean that, that you know, if the government was was uh, so inclined, they could go block it from from coming into the country. I mean, China does that with a lot of websites, but they would meet a lot of, I think, pushback if people started finding out that uh, the Chinese are we're acting like the Chinese and saying you can't look at these websites. I agree. So with that, let's take a break. I'm Aaron Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA. We'll be right back. Okay, let's talk about it. Shatter your notions. You like to enjoy life, right? Maybe you imbibe a little. Come on, you know, uh, weed. 70% of Californians agree that cannabis should be safe, legal, and easy. Now it's available at Shatter Dispensary in San Bernardino. Shatter has a full line of cannabis products, including cannabis cartridges, concentrates, edibles, and CBD massage bombs. Top-of-the-line products, services, and brands in a safe, classy environment, all tested in state-licensed laboratories. Shatter is at 350 West 5th Street in downtown San Bernardino. Open daily from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. From affordable to top shelf, Shatter can help you find the perfect product for your cannabis needs. Google Shatter Dispensary and Lounge in San Bernardino, and you've got it. That's Shatter, S-H-A-T-T-E-R. Must be 21 years of age or older. Shatter, license C10-0000542. Heenan Prosper USA, Incorporated, seeks a market research analyst in Rancho Cucamonga, California. The ideal candidate will be responsible for data research and collection to establish company databases, data analysis to forecast marketing and sales trends, advise management on marketing and sales strategies, design internal mechanisms to monitor marketing and data collecting methods, requires a bachelor's degree in business administration, economics, or related fields. You can mail your resume to Heenan Prosper USA, Incorporated, 10220 Philadelphia Court, Rancho Cucamonga, California, 91730. That's Heenan Prosper USA Incorporated, 10220 Philadelphia Court, Rancho Cucamonga, 91730. The Tri-City Shopping Center in Redlands is serving up some really cool ice cream at La Micho Acana. Then get your chocolates and other delights from Seas Candies. Moms and future moms who visit the mall can cool off and relax while they get treated like royalty at shiny nails or Francis nails and then pampered at texture hair. The Tri-City Center is filled with retailers who care about you. Shop at the Tri-City Center in Redlands and see why they call it the mall with a heart. There's something popping up in Redlands and the word is Moolala, Moolala Boutique. Get ready. It's a twice yearly pop-up shop that helps over 650 local families sell their children's outgrown items all on consignment. Prices range from 50 to 90% off retail costs. Clothing, shoes, baby equipment such as strollers, swings, toys, books, maternity wear, furniture, basically anything pertaining to kids, infants, and children. Moolala Boutique in the Tri-City Center. Most items are gently used but go through a quality check. Moolala is open with free 
admission starting Thursday, September 19th, all the way through Saturday, September 21st. Saturday will be a discount day where most remaining items at Moolala will be an additional 50% off the ticketed price. www.moolalaboutique.com The Moolala Boutique is located in the southwest quadrant of the Tri-City Center where the 10 and the 210 meet in Redlands. And you'll say, Moolala. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us if you want Viagra at the lowest prices. Never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 800-357-1583 today to save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 800-357-1583 to take your call now. Call 800-357-1583. That's 800-357-1583. Again, 800-357-1583. This is KCAA. Welcome back. I'm Erin Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA, AM 1050, FM 106.5 and FM 102.3. Um, the CNN has an article that I just, uh, <laughs> it resonated with me because um, uh, I think everybody on the planet has one of these people in their life, um, uh, bullies. Most of us behave like jerks at times. Uh, but the stresses of today's uh, the stresses of today's fast-paced society, uh, combined with a national epidemic of sleep deprivation, can turn anyone temporarily toxic. In other words, we all have our moments, but it's not okay if it's a habit, right? So if you are, you know, it's not okay to be a bully. And we we focus a lot on bullying with children, but there are adult bullies, um, and they they can really wreck the dynamic in an office or in a family or, you know, uh, in a volunteer group or whatever. What are you trying to tell me? <laughs> You're a jerk, Todd. No, I'm just kidding. You are so not a jerk. <laughs> Everybody has their moments, right? Everybody does. And that's okay. And um, But, you know, this concept of an emotional bank account, right, where you, you know, you have – good interactions with people and it kind of fills up their emotional bank account with you. And then a negative one may do a withdrawal and a negative withdrawal is more than a positive um, deposits. Right. And so, um, uh, but so if you're a negative person all the time, or if the neg- or if there's interactions with people are constantly negative, you know, they're not going to want to be around you anymore. Um, you know, and unfortunately though, if you're in an office or in a family, maybe it's a parent, maybe it's an uncle or a grandparent or whatever, um, if there's somebody who's really toxic, you just don't want to be around them, right? You just, and that, and that leads to them being more isolated, which could be, make them more of a bully. So, you know, what do you do? Um, 
you know, <laughs> Robert Sutton has written a book called The A-Hole Survival Guide, How to Deal with People Who Treat <laughs> You Like Dirt, <laughs> which made me giggle. So if you walk into a situation where there's a bunch of disrespect, it's hard not to catch that behavior because um, it is contagious, that negative behavior. Tur- but turning from Jekyll to Hyde occasionally does not make a person a bully. Uh, what does define a person as a true bully is a, somebody who makes regularly makes you feel oppressed, humiliated, de-energized, or belittled. The brutish actions that often lead to those feelings, according to Sutton, um, said, including a including personal insult, teasing jokes, threats, public shaming, rude interruptions, invasions of personal space, or uninvited personal or uh, yeah personal conduct. There are different kinds of bullies, and this is. Uh, Preston Nee, who wrote the... Sounds like a how-to. I know. Preston Nee, the author of How to Communicate Effectively and Handle Difficult People, has kind of... Um, he's a communications professor at Foothill College outside of San Francisco. He's identified five types of adult bullies who use different techniques to inflict harm. So um, uh, so the first type is a tangible, tangible or material bully. These bullies use their formal power, such as being a boss or executive or a co- of a, at a company, or material power, such, having, such as having legal authority over, or control over finances to intimidate others. Uh, power is a dangerous thing. If you're an a-hole <laughs> and a winner, you're still a loser as a human, in, a human being in my book. And anybody who's worked in an organization that has where sales is really the driver of the organization, there's always the story of the total jerk salesperson who sells a lot of stuff, but he treats everybody like garbage. And, you know, the, 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 the uh, executives in the company have to decide, well, do we want to lose this, sales, this winning salesperson um, and save the dynamic in the office? Or should everybody just have to put up with him because he brings in a million dollars a month or whatever? Have you worked with one of those people before? You know, I had a, an employee who worked for me at one point in time who was this enigma of a person in that he was uh, just – always saw the dark side woe was me dark cloud followed him everywhere and yet he was uh, we, we worked i worked in tech and we were the technical support group and and so you know he provided service to other people within the company and actually got voted employee of the month in somebody else's department even though he was this 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 sad sack woe was me kind of personality it was the, it was the strangest thing it was like he was he was I think part of it was is that people saw it as humorous, and and he, despite his personality, was the kind of person who, once he started working on a problem, wouldn't leave until he knew it was absolutely correct and fixed. And so people have really appreciated that in ah, him, you know. Yeah. And so so he was a a really great employee and a great person. He was just hard to be around for long periods of time because you get tired of the always seeing. The glass is half empty, you know. It, Finding it the dark that, cloud in every silver yeah, lining. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He. Yeah. Exactly. He would find the dark cloud in every silver lining. It's a perfect way to put it. And and, uh, you know, but but it was it was a weird thing. I mean, I, I remember him getting picked as as employee of the month for some other uh, department, and it was like really interesting. You know, and so I went and talked to people because, you know, I mean, I had to I had to evaluate this guy and give him work evaluations and stuff. And uh, uh, and he got, you know, good, good evaluations. I mean, I couldn't help but give him good evaluations, but also gave him a little bit of counseling about, you know, smile once in a while. Yeah, um, you know, it's not 
each day is not as dark as you might seem. I, I wonder if he was clinically depressed. I don't know. I don't know. You're like, not my um, problem. He, he was bringing me down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is. But it is what it is. Not that, not that I mean, that sounded kind of, kind of yeah. rude, and I apologize. I mean, that but... was the personality that I, ha- I, I saw from him for two years. And it wasn't that he didn't make, like, you know, jokes, but they were always, like, sarcastic-type jokes and stuff. You know? Gotcha. Was, um, yeah, so, I mean, it wasn't that he was a bully, but he was just the personality was very difficult uh, to, um, to work with on some level. So the next kind, of, according to um, Mr. Knee, um, is a, a type of bully that's the verbal bully. This person shames and insults with words, often expressing constant criticism or using hostile teasing or use of hostile teasing. Sometimes the language can be sexist, racist, or homophobic, and it can be threatening. So somebody who's always doing the digs um, or, you know, puts you down. Um, just kidding. Just kidding. Ha ha ha. I'm going to say something awful. And just kidding. Um, and, and we, just you kidding see, doesn't erase it. No, it doesn't. You see siblings doing this to each other, mm-hmm. you know, when they're kids. And you have to stop that as a parent because, you know, that's not good behavior. The next one is pass, the passive aggressive bully. Um, uh, this is this is a cunning way of being passive of being a bully. And this is, I honestly personally think that more women do this. Um, uh, examples include toxic gossip jokes and sarcasm at the victim's expense. A passive bully can roll their eyes, make rude facial gestures and ridicule their targets by mimicking some small action. They can also socially or professionally isolate their prey, thus causing insecurity and anxiety. So um, I wasn't talking about you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, then there's the cyber bully. We've all seen those um, harassing texts and emails and social media. The physical bully who can, um, who can, can hit, throw objects, um, do, do some other sort of physical, sexual, or domestic abuse. Um, now, there's a lot of people who are several of these things, depending on the situations. They may be both passive. If they're, maybe they're not the bosses, but you know, the boss, boss, boss. But when that boss is in the room, so they won't be the verbal bully at that time. They'll be more passive aggressive, right? And so, um, all of us have worked with these people, um, and and what they're what the. Um, this particular article, again, this is from CNN.com, it says you have to flip your point of view. Not that you should feel sorry for the bullies, um, but uh, uh, you might consider, you know, thinking that they're, you know, if for as awful as they're making your life, it's got to be awful to be them. It's kind of a, a perspective. You still want to stay away from them, but it might help you to, to not be so angry, right? Cause, yeah, what are their insecurities that are motivating them? Exactly. Um, pick your battles. And, um, uh, you know, and just deciding on how to react depends a lot on the frequency and severity, severity of the bullying behavior. Um, Mm -hmm. but, uh, 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 you know, you can, you can, you do have some control over how you react. Um, there's always, there were always looking for, uh, right, looking to right wrongs in every situation, but it does. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day. Couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Take time and effort to handle bullying behavior in many cases. Uh, so if it's not directly harmful, if it's infrequent, consider picking your battles. Engage and then disengage. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, sometimes you just need to get away. If it's creating an environment where, it's, where environment like it's at work, where it's making you sick because you're working with a bully, you, you know, perhaps it's time to find another job. And document, 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 document. Mm-hmm. If, you're do- yeah. if you're putting up with this kind of person in a marriage, that's particularly toxic. Um, you know, and so maybe counseling, maybe, you know, that's, that's rough. Um, I don't have any magic words for that one because it's harder to leave and you don't, may not necessarily want to leave. You may love the person. You may have kids together. Um, but that behavior is, is, is rough. Um, and so I would suggest counseling. Yeah, I agree. Counseling is the way to go there. You know, if, if, you, if it's a relationship you want to save, then, then counseling is the way to go. Um, exactly. If it's not, then get out. Then get out. Which is easier said than done. Indeed. Yeah, and it's always painful. Even, even, if, even when divorce is amicable, there's still real pain and loss and mourning involved, grieving involved. Um, and so, you know, that should be the last, the last straw. So with mm-hmm. that, or the last step, it's time for a break. I'm Erin Brinker. I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA. We'll be right back. A Loma Linda, 1050 AM, K292 FQ Riverside, and K293 CF Moreno Valley. NBC News Radio, I'm Philip Nash. The remnants of Tropical Depression Imelda are leaving some parts of East Texas facing disastrous conditions. NBC's Gabe Gutierrez has been talking with folks in the area. It fell at an astonishing rate, a whopping 43 inches in this area alone, prompting hundreds of water rescues. Residents telling us that this was even worse flooding than they saw during Hurricane Harvey two years ago. At least two people have died as a result of the storm, and there have been about 1,700 rescues and evacuations around Houston. Hundreds of abandoned cars are being cleared from flooded Houston freeways. Houston's mayor says most of the creeks in the area are going down. The storm has made highways and roads across southeast Texas impassable. Teenagers and young adults around the world are launching a campaign today to press government leaders to take action against climate change. Swedish activist Greta Thunberg is the driving force behind what's being called the global climate strike. Philip Nash, NBC News Radio. It's time to take a look at our roadways. I'm Erin Brinker. It looks like we pretty much just have road construction going on right now. This is uh, between Running Springs and Highland. There's a work zone on Highway 330, both northbound and southbound, uh, between Highland and Hilltop. Crews are working on installing a rock barrier until September 20th. An alternate route would be Waterman Avenue, which is the 18, or the 38, which is uh, uh, Lagonia. In Beaumont, there's a road construction. Roadway reduce, the roadway is reduced to one lane on the 60 westbound between Dra- Jack Rabbit Trail and Gilman Springs Road. Uh, this road has been, is going to be reduced for long-term construction. The ETA for completion at this point is February 2020. This has been your traffic report. Drive carefully, everyone. 
I'm Erin Brinker, and this is KCAA. From the KCAA Weather Center, I'm Lori. Sunny for this morning, an afternoon high of 87. Overnight clear with a low of 63 and sunny tomorrow with a high of 93. Mostly clear overnight, a low of 67 and sunny on Sunday, a high of 95. Monday sunny with a high of 88. I'm Lori, broadcasting live from the Tri-City Center at the 10 and 210 freeways. We are the trifecta of talk in Southern California. KCAA 102.3 FM, Riverside 106.5 FM, Redlands and the Legacy 1050 AM, Loma Linda, San Bernardino. With 60 years of fascinating facts, this is the man from yesterday. And back in time, this time to 1987. Bruce Willis is set to marry actress Demi Moore in the fall, probably in November here in 1987. Bruce Willis's career has excelled ever since Moonlighting debuted on ABC TV just a few years ago. Bruce Willis is set to star in an action-adventure movie, Die Hard, and it should be out by next year. That's all right. We have plenty of Dramamine for my first guest tonight, Hal. My first guest tonight plays David Addison on the hit television series... Of course, the name of the show is Moonlighting. Please welcome Bruce Willis. And from this time in 1960, the surprise hit movie of the summer here in 1960 is Psycho with Janet Leigh and Anthony Perkins. It's another Alfred Hitchcock winner. You have a vacancy? No, we have 12 vacancies. 12 cabins, 12 vacancies. If you want anything, just just tap on the wall. I'll I'll be in the office. (laughs) Thank you, Mr. Bates. Norman Bates. And from this time in 1972... Mac Davis, known primarily as a songwriter who's written for the likes of Elvis Presley, may have a huge hit on his own as Baby Baby Don't Get Hooked on Me is beginning to get played on major market radio stations. Baby Baby Don't Get Hooked on Me With more at manfromyesterday.com Okay, let's talk about it. Shatter your notions. You like to enjoy life, right? Maybe you imbibe a little, come on, you know, uh, weed. 70% of Californians agree that cannabis should be safe, legal, and easy. Now it's available at Shatter Dispensary in San Bernardino. Shatter has a full line of cannabis products, including cannabis cartridges, concentrates, edibles, and CBD massage bombs. Top-of-the-line products, services, and brands in a safe, classy environment, all tested in state-licensed laboratories. Shatter is at 350 West 5th Street in downtown San Bernardino. Open daily from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. From affordable to top shelf, Shatter can help you find the perfect product for your cannabis needs. Google Shatter Dispensary and Lounge in San Bernardino and you've got it. That's Shatter, S-H-A-T-T-E-R. Must be 21 years of age or older. Shatter, license C10-0000542. K-C-A-A Welcome back. I'm Erin Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA, AM 1050, FM 106.5 and FM 102.3. And Todd, Apple's got some news. 
Yeah, well, as I said yesterday, they uh, released iOS 13, and I cautioned people to maybe not upgrade right away. And here's a little bit more reason. Uh, they had originally said they would have iOS 13.1 available on the 30th, and that also included iPad OS uh, 13. And now they've moved that up to the 24th, and there's some suspecting that it could be because they recognize the fact that iOS 13 is a little buggy, and they want to get the fixes out as quick as they can. Um, it also could be that they just finished baking, and that iOS 13 uh, it was done a little bit ahead of schedule, because it's been in beta now for um, at least three weeks. Uh, and so, so anyhow iOS 13.1 is going to come out on September 24th instead of September 30th. And if you have iPads, you can upgrade to iPad OS 13 also on the 24th, which is a little odd. Um, I did go ahead and take the leap for everybody yesterday and upgraded my phone while laying on my back uh, um, to iOS 13 and played around with it. And I did find a couple little odd things. And so, again, I recommend that you uh, wait a couple days and let's do it on the 24th. Um, but interestingly enough, they did update the watch OS yesterday along with the with the phone OS and there's some new stuff on the watch OS that people should be aware of that I hadn't talked about there's of course a few new faces there's uh, a one that's called the California dial which means the top half of the dial has has uh, Roman numerals and the bottom half of the dial has Arabic numerals but you can switch that to all one or the other in the options so you Why? can do some change some settings it's just a design thing it's a thing that's been out on watches for a long time and they're now mimicking it on the apple watch huh. it's 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 a thing okay. they also have one called meridian and another one called uh gradient which is actually kind of cool where the the gradient actually kind of acts as yours as your second hand because it kind of sweeps around the screen and so there's some interesting things there. Um, you also have a calculator app on the watch now, so you can quickly calculate tips if you want to. And their podcast app now supports custom station lists so that you can have, um, you know, your list your favorites. Um, they've got smart guidance and spoken navigation on maps. And this is on your watch, mind you. So you can now watch with, without your phone. You can be walking around, especially if you have the one that has the um, LTE built into it. You can have mapping as you go. And uh, and it has a remote control for your Apple TV on your watch. Um, it the the personalized music picks from Apple Music are now available also on the watch. They're very much setting up the watch to become an independent thing. Okay. And in fact, this is the first time now with uh, with Watch OS six that you can download apps directly to the watch and and manage your apps on the watch. You don't have to use the phone at all for that. Okay. Which, so so. The screen on a watch is so small. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, some of these things that you're talking about being able to do, it's like, how how would that be enjoyable or whatever on a watch? Yeah. They're, well, you know, they've, they've edited the interface. And so um, it, you know, they now have an app store on the, inter on the watch. And it works differently, obviously, than it would on a phone just like it works differently on a laptop than it does on the phone. But there's a lot of people who said, how could I do this on my phone? When you know, Because originally your phone, you plugged it into your laptop and it backed up through iTunes and you loaded your apps onto it from iTunes. And, and when it first went to the phone, a lot of people were concerned about how that was going to work. Um, you know, it's, it's just a new way of doing things and it gives you, you know, what it's doing is it's setting up the option for people who don't have Apple devices. Somebody say has a Google phone, but would love to have an Apple watch. Um, it's getting to the point where that's a possibility. That's a thing that you can do because, huh. 
it's the, the watch is becoming more independent. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. They also have a walkie-talkie app, which is kind of interesting. If if you haven't tried that, I uh, my my dad walkie-talkied me the other day, and when when you know the old um, Nextel phones that would make that doop and then you could talk to somebody yes. without actually you know dialing or anything and. Um, this works kind of the same way. Uh, once you've accepted the connection, then that person's in your accepted list and they can just walkie talkie you at any given time, which, you know, you're obviously not going to do that with a lot of people, but say if, you know, you do that with your spouse or something and you're at the store and you're going, you know, you don't have to go call them up or text them. You can just tap one button and go, uh, did you say we needed eggs or not? You know? And so it could be kind of handy. So I really, you know, back in the day, I really liked that Nextel technology because it was mm-hmm. it was instantaneous. And at the time, you know, texting was still a pain in the tuchus because, you mm-hmm. know, you still were using the regular um, yeah, telephone the keypad. Yeah, the keyboards, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so you just push the side of the phone and, you know, boop, boop, and then you could, um, you could talk to the person. So, yeah, that is handy. Now, is it – so if the cell towers go down, will that feature still work? So is it because um, walkie-talkies are connected to each other differently than a phone is? Correct, and no, this one uses the internet. It's much like i uh, iMessage in that it uses the internet, and so uh, you still have to have some sort of connection. It's not an actual walkie-talkie; it's a walkie-talkie function. Gotcha. And so, so no, it doesn't have separate towers for for the radios. So I have to say. Um, my, I have a Fitbit, not an Apple Watch. And mm-hmm. this Fitbit, it's the Versa, so I can get, you know, um, whatever. I, I could get the face. I could get text messages, obviously. I could get other things on my phone, on my watch. Um, but I, I don't, even the, the buzzing that I get just from text messages, you know, and not adding in Facebook, not adding in emails, not adding in all of mm-hmm. that stuff, drives me crazy because it's, it's like mom, 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 mom. Yeah. That's what it feels like to me. Um, uh, and so you have a, you obviously have an Apple Watch. Does that mm-hmm. irritate you, that feature? Um, it does, but I filter it so I don't get all everything. And so I limit what I allow to go to my watch and what I allow to bother me. And I spend most of my day with my phone on silent, so my phone doesn't make any noise. So the notification that I get is the buzzing on my watch. Um, and, you know, a quick glance, and you can see if it's something you need to deal with or not. And as of... Today, you'll be able to buy Apple Watch Series 5s that have always-on screens, so you won't have to even tilt your wrist around. So you can just glance down even if your wrist is laying on your desk uh, or you know on your, on your steering wheel while you're driving. You can do a quick glance without having to lift your hand up. Or, and, and one of my issues has always been I have to lift my hand up and tilt. Well, it doesn't always wake up, so then I have to like shake my hand. That seldom works. Then I have to take my other hand and tap the screen in order to get it to, to actually wake up so I can see the thing. So an always-on screen is going to be a big deal for a lot of people on Apple Watches. Huh. But but the buzzing doesn't bother me because I, I go through and, and do some work to decide what will and won't be on my notifications. I, I am very particular about that. And um, and while I get a good number of texts a day, they're not going on off all day. And if they were, I would probably take that off of the notification list or modify it so that it would maybe give me visual but not a vibration. Because you can do a lot of fine-grained stuff on the Apple Watch like that. Ah, very nice. Very nice. So So with that, it's time for a break. I'm Erin Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are On the Brink, the morning show on KCAA. We'll be right back. 
From the Bureau of Economic Geology, this is Earth Date. What makes leaves change colors so dramatically in the fall? Three things. Leaf pigments, the weather, and the length of the day is called the photoperiod. To protect themselves from freezing, broadleaf trees in temperate areas must harvest the sugar from their leaves for the winter. This starts when shorter days signal trees to slow the production of chlorophyll. As photosynthesis uses up the remaining green chlorophyll, yellow pigments that are always present in the leaves show through. Mild sunny fall days will rapidly process the chlorophyll and leave bright golds, while rainy or hot days will make for more muted colors. Cooler nights soon trigger the production of red and purple pigments, which are thought to act as a sunscreen, further slowing photosynthesis. These red colors are more abundant in healthier plants and may serve to warn insects away toward weaker plants. Eventually, the last sugars are drawn from the leaves and into the branches, trunk, and roots of the tree for storage during the winter. Cells form at the base of the leaf, making it more likely to fall off, and at the twig end, like a scab, sealing the twig off from outside elements. Only the vascular bundles connected to the veins of the leaf hold it to the tree. When the leaf finally falls, its remaining nutrients are recycled into the soil to be used by the tree for future growth. Meanwhile, the bundle scar left on each twig becomes a bud for a new leaf in the spring, when the tree will use its stored energy to grow a new crown. I'm Scott Tinker, wishing you a colorful fall season. Earth Date is produced by the Bureau of Economic Geology at the University of Texas at Austin, with support from Schlumberger, helping oil and gas companies increase production and efficiency while lowering environmental impact. You can hear more Earth Date stories at earthdate.org. Dehebo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on, so it naturally has antifungal, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-infection, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. But maybe more importantly, Dehebo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea builds corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer happens to die in oxygen. The tea is great for healthy people and can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. Dehebo Tea Club's original pure Pau de Arco Super Tea is only $34.95 plus shipping. Order now at DeheboTeaClub.com or call 818-610-8088. Dehebo is spelled T-A-H-E-E-B-O. So DeheboTeaClub.com, 818-610-8088. Looking for a new place to eat delicious food at a great value? The Tri-City Center in Redlands is proud to announce the grand opening of a fine new dining establishment. Terry's Diner, at the former location of the Spunky Steer in Redlands, is officially open for business daily from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. with delicious mouth-watering breakfast, lunches, and dinners. Treat yourself to Terry's tasty dessert menu, such as Terry's famous sundaes, banana splits, hot fudge cake, old-fashioned root beer floats, frosties, cakes and pies too. You'll find weekly lunch and dinner specials all under $10, including Angus steaks, burgers, Greek salads, pasta seafoods, with wine and beer. Terry's brings years of tasty temptations from DJs in San Bernardino and Altaloma. Join a new tradition in Redlands. Stop by at 1350 Industrial Park Avenue between Tennessee and Alabama in the Tri-City Center. Google Terry's Diner Redlands on Yelp or find them at terrysdinerredlands.com. 
Broadcasting more local radio programs than any other station in California, we are KCAA. Welcome back. I'm Marion Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA AM 1050, FM 106.5 and FM 102.3. Um, there's a couple of local stories that are that are pretty big. Uh, a judge uh, yesterday, or no, I'm sorry, Wednesday, uh, voided uh, Don Rao's appointment to the San Bernardino County Board of Supervisors. This is according to the San Bernardino Sun, uh, potentially giving the governor a chance to choose a new member. In the ruling issued on Wednesday, September 18th, Superior Court Judge Janet M. Frangi said the process used in November and December by supervisors to fill the third district supervisorial seat violated the state's open meeting law, which is the Ralph M. Brown Act. Uh, She also ordered the board to rescind Rao's uh, appointment. The uh, county has appealed the ruling, and Rao's role in the board has not changed, uh, according to David Wirt, who is the spokesman for San Bernardino County. He, that was his statement issued yesterday. The appointment was, quote, legal, proper, and conducted with full transparency and multiple opportunities for full public participation, including public testimony, opportunities for all applicants to public, uh, publicly address the Board of Supervisors, public interviews, and the inclusion of a seemingly endless amount of mail and email correspondence from residents, according to David Wirt. The Board of Supervisors will discuss the matter in a closed session meeting today at 1 p.m., which means the public is not allowed to come in. Governor Gavin Newsom's office is monitoring the situation. Um, Michael Gomez Daly, executive director of IE United, uh, the political advocacy group that sued over the appointment, applauded the judge's decision. This petition was never about the candidate selected to the seat. It was about protecting public transparency and and accountability for our elected officials. Our democracy only works when we stay vigilant and make sure our elected officials serve their constituents. I don't know that that's completely... Yeah, I, I think that's baloney. Yeah. You wouldn't if you liked the person who was there, you wouldn't be doing this. Exactly. And and IE United, I'm sure I'm sure is a progressive uh left-leaning organization. Uh, Don Rao is a Republican. She worked for uh, uh Congressman Cook's office uh previously being from Yucca Valley and um uh you know they, they she was they they reported they appointed a Republican and the Democrats wanted a Democrat. So, um you know that they're they're fighting this appointment. Um so it's just, it's kind of a wait and see at this point. Um, the suit alleges that supervisors illegally met privately and used a secret ballot to narrow the list of 48 applicants to 13 who would get public interviews. And I remember because I, I was there the whole day that that when they were doing mm-hmm. the public interviews, I sat there the whole time. And, and before it started, they had a public comment section um, segment where people were um, uh, allowed to speak and address the county and and. There, there was a candidate that they really wanted to be at least on that, that panel of 13, and that's Chris Carrillo, who was um, James Ramos when he held the seat. Chris Carrillo was James Ramos's chief of staff. James Ramos, of course, was a Democrat, and uh, or still is a Democrat. He's a Democrat. And Chris Carrillo, of course, is a Democrat as well. And they were very upset that, they, that he was not included in that 13. And there may have been other people that they thought should have been included, but the one that, the, that, the, that they brought up was Chris Carrillo, who, by the way, is an outstanding individual. 
Um, so, um, uh, they, uh, people were upset about that, but the, the process went forward as planned and the, and the 13 were interviewed and, and Don Rao was chosen. Um, the county received 52 applications, uh, from which 48 candidates qualified to narrow the pool. Supervisors asked them to answer, uh, 10 questions. All supervisors picked their top 10 applicants. Um, applicants selected by at least two supervisors were part of the 13. The ruling states that the, that the supervisors violated the Brown Act by conducting a secret serial meeting when board members deliberated on the applications and submitted their list of 10 candidates. So they're saying that that, par that portion should have been held in the open and not behind closed doors. Um, uh, so the, yeah, well, the county charter requires the board to fill the vacancy within 30 days or the governor can appoint a new supervisor, but it doesn't define the process for filling the vacancy. No. And it does not allow for a special election. So, you know, what are they supposed to do? Yeah. So um, I, I, I was I'm actually really surprised because, you know, we knew that a ruling was coming down because the lawsuit was filed, I think, the next day after she was um, uh, appointed. Uh, but I, I think, you know, vacating. Um, you know, saying that she never should have been appointed in the first place. She's been um, acting as a as a supervisor since her appointment. So there were there were votes that she was she made. There's things that she's done. She's been on committees. She's been working her tail off since she was appointed. And by the way, none of this is her fault. Um, um, I, I I obviously the county is appealing. It'll be interesting to see um, what comes of this. And of course the Democrat, or the, the governor rather has an interest in making this appointment because again, he's a Democrat and he wants to put Democrat on that, in that seat. So, um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. It will be. And it'll be interesting to see if it gets dragged out till it's a moot point. I mean, the, her, her appointment lasts until the next election cycle, which is, which is next year. Yes. And she's already said she will run for the seat next year. So we'll see. We'll see. I, I happen to be a fan. I really, um, and full disclosure, um, uh, Tobin works for uh, for Don Rao, but I have been. Um, mm -hmm. uh, well, he also ran for the seat. He I mean, did. He, he, he did. You know, so he was so part of the panel. That's why I was there all day. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, you, you are, are very much involved with what was going on and very much understand the situation and how things were handled. Yes. Um, was your sense that things were done fairly? About that one, about the 13, uh -huh. I wish that, because that, really the issue is about Chris Carrillo, I wish he'd been mm -hmm. part of the 13. Um, mm -hmm. You know, whether the process of, uh, I don't want to comment on that because I really, I don't know, and I'm not an attorney and yeah. I don't want to say the wrong thing. I wish yeah. Chris Carrillo had been part of the 13. Right. I think well, that, I, I was asking for your sense of whether it was done fairly, not, you know, not to make any kind of legal pronouncements or anything. It was just, sure. you know, you I know, mean, I mean. Certainly, the public got to hear, had the opportunity to hear. And they they were tele telecasting this to Yucca Valley and to you know other places, you know up to the mountains, other places that were far flung. Um, yeah, we certainly they they got to ask the the candidates, the thirteen candidates, questions. The even the written portion that came before the thirteen were chosen, they had to give very detailed answers. You know, perhaps that could have been more transparent, like give the answers, put the answers out there for the public to read. Um, and maybe that was later. I don't know. Um, yeah. But uh, I think they, what they did was fine. Yeah. I just you wish know, that I, Chris Carrillo had been a part of the 13. In a perfect world, they would have allowed a, a 
runoff type of election or something so that you could do it. You know, maybe appoint somebody for, for 90 days while you prepare an election and then you have an election. But apparently that's uh, the, the, the way the charter is written. It doesn't allow for a special election. Yep. And so lacking that ability, I think they did the best that they could. You know, they tried to make it each of us, you know, out of 48 people, each of you pick 10 and any, any person, any of them that had more than one person picking them was, was allowed to go on to the next phase. Because that was somebody who was in common on their lists. Yes. So, um, I you know, I think that um, w- one of the other things that the, the the people who were in support of Chris Carrillo, what they said was James Ramos was a Democrat. The people voted for a Democrat. Um, now it's 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 really a a nonpartisan election, and so mm-hmm. uh, you know the the supervisors were like, okay, but that's. You know that's not shouldn't be part of our choice is what party they're in, but mm-hmm. but the people who had who had voted for James Ramos were, uh, you know, initially before he got he won his assembly seat were uh, thought that that somebody of the same political persuasion should have been appointed. Uh, I I don't know. I mean because James Ramos, I think he won because he's James Ramos. I mean I don't. He's very visible in the community. The San Manuel Band of Mission Mission Indians, which uh, before he became a supervisor was he was their he was their leader. Um, they do a tremendous amount of work in the community. They're very very visible. They're very very um, uh, uh, philanthropic. So I don't know that party had much to do with it. I think it was the fact that he's an amazing person and everybody knows it. So, mm-hmm. but but that was their point that was the argument that they tried to make um uh well they convinced um, a judge indeed they did so i know that the county's appealing and it'll be interesting to watch what happens and with that we are the end of our show for the week have a great weekend everybody i'm aaron brinker and i'm todd brinker and we are on the brink the morning show on kcaa we'll see you on monday Isn't the right thing to do? How can I ever change things? KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.0. Please stand by. News is next on KCAA Loma Linda. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, now 102.3 FM.